0: hello everyone and welcome to the cold feet podcast join our journey as we interview people in this cold plunge and we delve on the adventure of holistic health athletic development barefoot education washing the norm and so much more so dive in grab a hot cocoa and enjoy the episode before we start our podcast episode we would like to give a brief shout out to our podcast sponsors Most shoes harm your mobility by over-restricting your foot's natural movement. With the Ursus from Barefoot Athletics, a shoe designed with minimal restrictions, your feet can move the way nature intended, so you can move with more confidence and strength in every step. Barefoot Shoes was founded by Chris Duffin who attributes proper foot biomechanics as foundational to his success in squatting and deadlifting over 1,000 for reps. He created Barefoot Shoes to provide a minimal shoe designed for strength athletes. Go to tbsr to check out the Ursus and you can save 10% with the code TBSR10 to purchase the strongest minimalist shoe available. As a gym owner, I usually lift barefoot. When I can't lift barefoot, I love lifting in my barefoot shoes for both the health benefits of lifting barefoot and the increased ground feel I have in all my lifts. You don't need supplements to build muscle, lose fat and get healthy, but the right ones can help. That's why over 350,000 fitness folk have chosen Legion, well that, and they're 100% natural products, they're clinically effective ingredients and doses, and they're no hassle money back guarantee. I've been following Michael Matthews, the CEO of Legion Athletics Journey, since 2012, and I am super duper impressed with their supplements. They have a wide variety of everything from protein powders, pre-workouts, post-workouts, omega-3s, and bundles. And you can save a whooping 20% with the discount code HABER, H-A-B-E-R. So just log in to legionathletics.com, and the discount code is HABER for 20% off. Earthrunners are some of my favorite minimalist sandals. Earthrunners were created to rewild our lives in response to the typical modern domesticated lifestyle, which is causing numerous health, psychological, and social issues. Through rewilding and grounding, we aim to bring stronger, healthier, and more resilient individuals and communities back to our society. If you're not familiar with grounding, grounding is exposing your bare feet or body to the earth beneath you. And if you're unable to do that, you can ground with sandals like eartheners with their unique copper plug and copper laces. Grounding has a huge display of benefits such as reducing inflammation, improving sleep, and Improving happiness. So you can check out Earthrunners at earthrunners.com and you can use our discount code of TBSR10 to get 10% off. All right, welcome to another spontaneous and short episode of the Cold Feet Podcast. Today I'm joined by one of my clients whose name is Josef Strauss. And Josef, why don't you tell us about what, what's going on in your life these past, uh, since last night and for the next few days?
1: Yeah, so uh, I originally started this. This idea to do this this challenge uh, presented by David Goggins. It's four by four by forty-eight, which is four miles every four hours, forty-eight hours, which is a total of 48, 48 miles in forty-eight hours. So the the I think the challenge of this is just uh, staying or you know having to get up every four hours to run or do something. Um, The reason I wanted to do this is just um, I feel like for myself in general, I get like complacent in life. And uh, to break that complacency sometimes, it takes like a big challenge to like kind of, you know, get you get you into into a a hardworking mindset.
0: Okay, so just to clarify, so it's around like two full marathons, or even a bit more? No, just just under two full marathons. Just under two full marathons in the course of 48 hours. Dude, that's respect, peace out. What we're doing now is while we're in the ice bath, is that cold exposure and ice bathing is actually very, very beneficial for endurance athletes. And while it is beneficial for strength athletes as well, it can have a hypertrophy blunting effect, which means that it can slow down muscle growth, which is not good for strength athletes. But since he's doing mostly running, we just now got off a good you know, mobility and uh, breathwork session because we don't want to overload him so much in, in between these next strenuous few days. Ice bathing is great. And it leads me to ask you, Yosef, how can you chose this method and not like the other million thousand feats of endurance or strength or athleticism or, or mental things that you can do?
1: Honestly, I think it's, uh, it's a good question. Uh, I think that I chose this challenge specifically because, uh, well, first off, I've never actually, I- I've never actually perfected any of this for, uh, for uh, some yeah. Uh I think that the, I- I've never done a challenge where it's been, you know, it's over 48 hours It's been, it's been that long of a, of a challenge. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what intrigued me. It's exciting.
0: It's exciting for me. So I think that's why I'm doing this part. It's yeah. funny because, like, the pro and con of the weight room and, like, you can s- speak about the powerlifting stigma is that you go in, like, you get all hyped, you get all pumped, and you take your pre workout, and you do one rep, and then you get, like, a seven-minute break. <laughs> so, while, like, lifting 3,000 kilo is not permanently easy, well, 3,000 kilo, hopefully, one day we'll get there, but you one rep and you're done. Right. Or five reps and you're done. Or even 10 reps and you're done. Whereas running or endurance sports or, like, repetitive multi-day runs... That's a whole different ballgame. That's a whole different, like, mental capacity. And that leads me to ask my next question, which is, what in God's name, what in the world drives people to seek out David Goggins' challenges, ultra marathons, desert marathons, mm. um, uh, CrossFit competitions, uh, even like like tackle football games, right. where you, like, go home in a broken rib. What drives people to seek out that thrill and that adventure of, of push sitting in an ice bath like pain pain what why in the world do people when you we live in an age of convenience where you can sit your entire life on the couch your amazon fridge will automatically renew the foods you need your your you know you can get online shopping online groceries you can sit on your couch and work from your computer why do people even push their comfort zone that much
1: yeah i I, well i i mean I, i think that everybody has their own reasons but uh i think for myself it's just that uh, and this has been true like throughout my life is that if I'm not going up, I'm going down. And so the, I don't believe in in a, in a middle ground. So I think that by people have to push themselves. You have to be uncomfortable in order to to excel, and to to find that calm, you have to go through the pain. I and mean, it's kind of deep, but I think that if you're if you're always if you're always just you know finding the easy way out in life, eventually you're gonna it's gonna be painful in the long run. Versus going through that pain, going through that struggle. Now, like whatever it is in life, it doesn't have to be physical. It can be, you know, just like academic or whatever. Then, uh, then you will find, then you will find true serenity. Wait, so
0: you're saying that the fact that you're willing to put yourself through this 48 or mental resilience and the fact that you're in endurance and you're doing marathons running, you feel that that has a greater carryover to Mm. everything else you do in life. For sure. Exactly. Interesting. That's, that's why right. I do it, honestly. Yeah, same. Yeah. I really relate to that. In fact, I think the re- reason why most people, and like the modern-day entrepreneur, does weightlift or does do triathlons is because they're not just seeking the thrill. They're not just seeking the thrill. All right, now we good. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a mic Garrett here, ch- ch- every time you move in the water. They're not just seeking the thrill, but they're actually – looking for the carryover, it's, it's hard to squat. It's hard to run. Not only does it take intrinsic motivation, but it takes strength and energy to, to lift 100 kilo off the floor, or run a marathon, or or do anything, or hop on a right. bike. And by doing that, you're constantly like telling your mind, as you said, it's okay. Like you can pass your mental barrier, and then when you work, when you're in relationships, and you're in mm-hmm. friendship, you're certain like, hey, it's not that bad, okay. So I'm going a little bit towards my girlfriend, right. or wife, or boyfriend, <laughs> or dog. Okay, so I'll leave my comfort zone a bit for them. My theory as to why people leave their comfort zone has more to do with, if we look at our primal ancestral roots and like without getting all caveman, let's look like a thousand years ago before like electricity existed and before comfort existed, before couches existed. Tarzan would leave his cave, maybe beat his chest a bit, you know, ooh, get ready for the hunt. All right. And then he'd hunt for the lion all day. And then not only would he go in an extreme... 10-hour run with probably, you know, cat weighted down by his equipment, I was jumping and climbing and moving and rotating and whatever it is, but he would either come home with the lion, which gives this huge dopamine rush of, oh, I got the lion, or he wouldn't come home with that lion rush. I think we're chasing, I think our hormones are programmed and our, our ancestral DNA is programmed to hunt down the lion. And because we no longer have the lion, we have to find metaphors for that lion in our life. And if that lion is completing the local Spartan race, or if that lion is completing David gaga's challenge, or if that lion is, you know, competing in your local tackle tackle football game or marathon or whatever like you find that mm-hmm. lion in, that's where like we need that dopamine, we need that feeling and sense of accomplishment in the extreme environment. What are your thoughts about that?
1: Yeah, I think that, I think that's that's really true. And I, I, I definitely agree with that. I think that also like further furthering that, it's like you know, as you complete a marathon or as you can, you know, you you get better at tackle football or whatever it is, you're always trying to like continue that, that challenge Mm. because once a marathon, you know, becomes easy then it's like, all right, like now it's, you know, now it's easy and now I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying, it's not a challenge anymore. So like, then the next step is either, either a faster marathon or a longer distance. So yeah, I think it, you know, that's like the next, like man is always trying to
0: accomplish. Yeah. To to accomplish his challenge. I think. I think it's really like the, what keeps people getting out of bed in the morning at least for me i'm like this fiery passionate human is i want to accomplish i want to go to sleep every night knowing i accomplish things and whether i'm accomplishing things like physically monetarily spiritually physically i don't care but i want to accomplish in this these, these these races and these runs and all these challenges are getting you into that mindset of like I'm hungry, I want more, I want more, I want better. And as I said before, that carries over to the rest of your life very much. So, Yosef now, he did his first four mile run. He has first another four. 44 hours. Another 44 hours, yeah. 44 hours of four mile races, and it's a privilege to work with him. And we're kind of, in these sessions we're doing over the next few days, it's not gonna be, you know, anything strenuous or power stuff, we're just, trying to maximize recovery, mobility, movement to help him recover between days. Also focusing on nutrition, making sure that he's, you know, eating ad- adequate, getting enough essential amino acids. And yeah, that's it. Um, any, any last words of motivation and inspiration to the camera after this good 10-minute soak you had? have? Just keep running. Just know. keep running. <laughs> Run first one. All right, that's all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in to a short of the Cold Feet podcast. Jesse and Sean out. Hey, I'm Sean, and I'm the Barefoot Athlete. And I want to welcome you on this six-week barefoot transition course two and a half years ago we started developing this course and we wanted it to be 12 months long why 12 months because we felt that if you just spent dozens of years in cushioned shoes you can't transition that quickly realizing that 12 months is not sustainable we shortened it to six weeks and in these six weeks you're going to dive into foot knee ankle hip shoulder mobility you're going to dive into calf, ankle knee hip strengthening you're gonna learn how to take care of your feet, how to release them with tons of soft tissue work. After the first phase is over, after the three weeks are done, your pain is gone, your knees, your hips, your feet are feeling great, You're ready to rumble, move on to the advanced stage. We learn how to land, we learn how to jump, we learn how to produce force and absorb force. Every single week is action-packed with play, fun, challenges to challenge yourself, your friends, your loved ones, and your community. Tons of strengthening, tons of footwork, And we can guarantee you that in six weeks' time, you will be much, much closer to being able to fully love life and live life in minimalist footwear. And the best part of it all, you're not limited to six weeks. So if you want to go back and repeat a phase, you're more than welcome to. So let's go, come along, and enjoy the course.